Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Daybreak here for this Thursday, the 16th of February in London. Coming up today... Sharing the wealth, Standard Chartered announces a $1 billion buyback as profits miss estimates. Putting it in the past, Credit Suisse pays out $210 million to a Georgian tycoon who sued the bank. Airbus turbulence, aerospace giant delays a production goal for its best-selling A320 jet. Revolut prepares for a crypto crackdown, Apple's competition problem and a multi-billion dollar bid for Tottenham Hotspur. Those are the stories we're looking at in today's papers and I'm Leanne Gerrans. Plus another shock for the semiconductor industry as more details emerge of theft from ASML in China. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. The business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning, I'm Stephen Carroll. And I'm Caroline Hepker. Here are the stories that we're following today. Our top stories this morning. Standard Chartered has announced a $1 billion share buyback after missing profit estimates. Adjusted pre-tax profits in the fourth quarter rose by 21% to $529 million. It's still some way off, though, what analysts had been expecting. Much of the miss can be put down to a credit impairment charge due to exposure to Chinese real estate and sovereign downgrades. The Asia-focused lender also says rising interest rates should help to boost growth going forward. CEO Bill Winters is also also trying to fend off being a potential takeover target from the Middle East's largest bank. And now Commerce Bank has reported net income for the fourth quarter that beat average analyst estimates. The fourth quarter net interest came in at 1.96 billion euros. The estimate had been for 1.7 billion. In terms of their net result, they see it well above uh, 2022 uh, for the coming year, 2023. So those results from Commerce Bank. Credit Suisse has paid $210 million to the Georgian tycoon Bidzina Ivanishvili in a settlement. The billionaire sued the Zurich-based bank over money that he argued had been unsafely invested. The news comes as the lender is dumping distressed debt as it sees to restructure away from risky assets. Bloomberg's James Wilcock reports. It used to be one of the biggest players in distressed debt. Now Credit Suisse plans to liquidate its $250 million portfolio. The bank is trying to rally both clients and staff after it posted a fifth straight quarterly loss earlier this month. It's offering more than double the average spread on its eurobonds to fund its $4 billion restructuring plan, and staff at its planned spin-off investment bank First Boston were reportedly told at a town hall they would become shareholders in the new venture. In London, James Wilcock, Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. 
Airbus has posted results that beat the average analyst estimates as the aviation giant looks to ramp up production. Quarterly revenue rose by 21% to just over 20 billion euros. The plane maker says that supply issues mean that it is now delaying its target of producing 75 A320s a month until 2026. The results come as data from China showed a strong pickup in passenger numbers uh, with flights now averaging 70% capacity. Well, let's stay in France for the latest results. Results in the car maker Renault as well. They're now seeing their 2023 operating margin of at least 6%. That's above the estimate, which had been for 5.66%. The company also announcing it's to reinstate its dividend with a pay a payout of 25 cents uh, per share. This, as Renault is reporting, a net loss for the full year of 338 million euros. That is less than had been estimated. Uh, the estimated loss was expected to be just over 440 million euros. ECP President Christine Lagarde is holding firm on the central bank's plan to keep hiking interest rates. In view of the underlying inflation pressures, we intend to raise interest rates by another 50 basis points at our next meeting in March. And we will then evaluate the subsequent path of our monetary policy. Lagarde speaking there to European lawmakers yesterday. Several ECB policymakers have now said, despite inflation slowing, next month's planned rate rise is unlikely to be the last. Semiconductor giant ASML says a former China-based employee stole confidential chip data from the firm. Sources say the breach happened in a repository that includes details of the systems critical to producing some of the world's most advanced chips. Bloomberg's Rebecca Chung-Wilkins says the theft is not a one-off. It's the second time we've seen an incident like this in less than a year. And, of course, I think for the bigger picture, the question is how this affects geopolitics and whether coming at this time where there's already so much focus and concern around the balloon and the US and China are still trying to formulate their longer-term response, whether that throws something of a wrench in, say, for example, this potential meeting between Antony Blinken and you know, his Chinese counterpart Wang Yi when they go to this Munich security conference later this week. That's Rebecca Chung-Wilkins reporting there from Hong Kong. The theft comes after the Netherlands, where ASML is based, agreed to join the United States in restricting exports of some advanced chip-making machinery to China. Now to some US news. The chief executive officers of Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Meta and Microsoft all received subpoenas from US lawmakers related to conservative allegations about censorship. More now from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. According to a statement, the House Judiciary Committee says it's seeking documents and communications relating to the federal government's reported collusion with big tech to suppress free speech. The subpoenas from Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan direct Alphabet's Sundar Pichai, Amazon's Andy Jassy, Alphabet's Tim Cook, Meta Platform's Mark Zuckerberg, and Microsoft's Satya Nadella to respond with relevant documents by March 23rd. In New York, Charlie Pellet. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. Okay, those are a few of our top stories for you this morning. Uh, Right, I've got my mind on one thing, and that is breakfast. I'm so relieved you'd say that. (laughs) The price of uh, the full English, of course, which is one of our key data metrics when we think about inflation. Uh, The price of a full English has gone up to a record height. Milk is up 50%. Butter and eggs almost 50%. 
30%. Yeah, I'm really interested in the month on month changes for eggs as well, because of course there's been all that talk about egg shortages and oh, prices yeah. going up as a result. And actually, the, it does seem like the price of a dozen eggs has stabilised month on month in January. They were only up by half of 1%, but no sign of a big drop after the, the, the rise in prices we've seen year on year. Price of a dozen eggs up by 30%. Similar move for butter as well. Actually, reading down the list, I'm actually hungry already. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this, of course, as we get after the US CPI data and also the UK CPI data, we get US PPI figures today. So we're still really focused on the inflation story and what is happening with central banks, which will be a theme throughout the show, as well as kind of unpacking the earnings, plus a little bit of politics. So uh, the US Vice President Kamala Harris is going to be meeting with the British Prime Minister on the 18th of February, so a couple of days away, which is really soon. We got that yesterday today. Plus, I noticed that the bookmakers William Hill, after the shock resignation of the Scottish First Minister, Angus Robertson is apparently the top tip, according to the bookmakers, for who's going to take over from mm, her. One to watch as the SNP gets ready to hold that leadership contest in Scotland. OK, coming up next, Revolut prepares for a Treasury crackdown on crypto trades, Apple's competition problem and a $3.8 billion bid for Tottenham Hotspur. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. 
So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Now, the paper review on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. The news you need to know from today's papers. Bloomberg's Leanne Gerrans is with us this morning. The Telegraph headline reads, Revolut poised for clash with Treasury over high-risk crypto trades. Looks like the clampdown is coming to the UK, Leanne. Yes, indeed, Caroline. Good morning to you. And according to the newspaper, ministers are preparing to take action on an unregulated trading strategy, which is offered by the banking app Revolut. And this strategy is referred to as stacking. This is when investors deposit they hold of crypto, and that's in the hope of earning double-digit returns. And the Telegraph says Treasury documents do suggest this practice could face new controls from the city watchdog. And I found this a really interesting statistic. Revolut is Britain's biggest private company after it was valued at $33 billion back in 2021. Last week, Revolut started offering cryptocurrency stacking to customers joining exchanges such as Coinbase and also eToro. But we have seen recently, and we have reported on this, that US regulators recently shut down a stacking service called Kraken. And that's also alluding to what might happen here. Any restrictions would come as part of these new laws to more closely control cryptocurrency investments and transactions, Mm. many of which currently does sit outside the Financial Conduct Authority's powers. Even though we did hear Rishi Sunak saying that he would like to expand on cryptocurrencies, it seems regulation is taking over at the moment. Yeah, of course, we heard earlier in the week from the head of this SEC, Gary Gensler, speaking to Bloomberg about that operation to shut down the staking service uh, from Kraken as well. Um, interesting to see the, the moves being made on that in the UK now to try and more closely regulate this sector. We should say there has been a rally in the price of Bitcoin, and that's actually over fears that... Um, the, the regulatory burden uh, perhaps might not be as strict as had been expected at one point. We've got Bitcoin trading just below $25,000 now, so uh, a rally that we've seen over the past three days. Another story you've been looking at, Leanne, this is in the Wall Street Journal. The US escalating an Apple probe looking to involve uh, antitrust chief. Yes, indeed. So the Justice Department is ramping up work on drafting a potential antitrust complaint against Apple. And this is all according to the Wall Street Journal. Now, it's important to note, Stephen, this investigation is actually nothing new. It began back in 2019, looking into whether Apple has monopoly power that it does abuse. One focus is the tech company's policies when it comes to governing mobile third-party software on its devices. And this has been criticised as being anti-competitive. The Justice Department is also looking at whether Apple's mobile operating system, its ISO, operates in an anti-competitive way by favouring its own 
own products over those of outside developers. Mm. However, we have heard from an Apple spokeswoman. She declined to comment. But in the past, they have said it doesn't operate its business in a way that does hurt smaller developers. But this is a case that is growing and more people have been put on this case to have a look into these allegations against Apple. Okay, uh, interesting that in the Wall Street Journal. Just briefly then on the FT story about a $3.75 billion bid for Tottenham Hotspur. I feel like British football is really for sale at the moment. We've heard about so many clubs for sale. We do know Manchester United is also at the centre of talks for a takeover. We obviously know that that happened when it came to Chelsea. I stood outside Chelsea, the massive stadium there, and reported on it. Now it looks like Tottenham Hotspur is also up for sale. And the Iranian-American billionaire, that's Jama Jaffe, is preparing this blockbuster takeover bid for the Premier League club Spurs. According to two people with direct knowledge of the plans, the billionaire is the chair of MSP Sports Capital. Now, this is a business which invests in sports teams and also businesses and looks to diversify. The FT says Jaffe is working with a consortium of investors to structure the bid and it's just weeks away from formally approaching Spurs owner Joe Lewis and also the football club's chair, who's Daniel Levy. Many Spurs fans at the moment are arguing that they really need a change at the top and this could be the change that they possibly need. As I said, Manchester United also at the centre of talks. Remember this deal is going to be struck with private equity and also funding. But Matthew Brooker, our Bloomberg opinion columnist, has said a Qatari bid for Man United would be a mismatch. Now that's a really good read on the Bloomberg terminal there, Stephen. Thanks very much, Leanne Guerin, for that look through the papers this morning. Let's move on to some of the banking results we've had out today. Standard Chartered announcing that $1 billion share buyback, its profits missing estimates in the fourth quarter. While in Germany, Commerce Bank is seeing its 2023 net results well above the 2022 numbers. We've got Bloomberg's Tom Metcalf with us, who leads our finance team in the UK and Middle East. Um, Tom, let's start with Standard Chartered then. Big credit impairment charge in the fourth quarter. What, what did we learn from these results? Yeah, it was really interesting. They actually missed um, a lot of their estimates because of that impairment charge, which does suggest some loans are souring. But investors are kind of taking them pretty positively. And if I had to isolate one reason why that would be, it's because they came out with a $1 billion share buyback. And I think the consensus was around $750 million. So that's sending a pretty positive message. And also in their result statement, they're saying, look, we're kind of upgrading our guidance for sort of the coming years. So I think the bank is definitely pushing a a big positive message. uh, But there is that one sort of cloud on the horizon, which is those credit impairments. Okay, is that because of this potential takeover interest in Standard Chartered? How successful is Bill Winters being in terms of making the argument for the bank to stay independent? Yeah, and I think that's why everyone's watching these results so closely. Obviously, there's been this speculation about Fab, a big Middle East lender, and looking to do a takeover target. Standard Chartered have come out previously. Winters came out and basically said, look, we believe we're better independent. Uh, and so, you know, this is probably the first set of results since all that to sort of, I guess, back up his case. Um, and, you know, I'd say it's probably got a, had a mixed response in terms of, look, there's not definitively on one side or the other a clear answer to that. But I think on standard chartered side, they'll probably be quite happy with how these results have been sort of received so far. And also, you know, feel they're making that case that, look, we can stand alone and we don't necessarily uh, need to be uh, sort of snapped up by a buyer. 
Tom, the other big European name reporting today is Commerce Bank. Um, say, seeing a brighter picture in 2023, what stood out for you in Commerce Bank's earnings? Yeah, well, I think there was some um, the guidance that they're going to see 2023 well above 2022. It suggests to me Commerce Bank is probably in that sort of pool of lenders who are kind of well positioned in terms of, look, they should benefit from higher interest rates. Uh, you know, perhaps the, any recession or economic downturn won't be quite as severe. And uh, so they're then set to basically post their highest net profit for more than a decade, I think. Mm, OK. Uh, also, a thought then on Credit Suisse. Such a troubled bank, but now we have details about how much it's paid uh, to uh, Bidzina uh, Ivanishvili, of course. This is a really long-running legal thorn, but does this mean maybe Credit Suisse is getting over it? Well, I think they're probably happy that there is some kind of sort of closure to this. Uh, it's, it's you know one of those legal cases that's been in and out of the news for months and months. Um, uh, I mean, Obviously not great. You never want to sort of pay over 210 million uh, to to sort of a one-time client. But um, no, I think they'll probably be happy that they can kind of put this behind them. And it does certainly suggest that, you know, at least it's progress on that front. Look for us on your podcast feed every morning on Apple, Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say, Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. I'm Caroline Hepke. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.